And now we start. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to episode two of Random Draw Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Mann. I am here with Mark Belial. Hey. And David Hubbard. That's me. So I, I realized something from last week that I left out, and it's why we call ourselves Random Draw Podcast. <laughs> that does make sense to explain in the first episode, so let's do it in the second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's called bearing the lead. Yeah. <laughs> Look we, at you, writer. We yeah. drew you in <laughs> to explain this. Did right. we, though? Yeah. I, think, I think we got him with that tasty hook. Sorry. Elaborate plan. <laughs> yeah. So when us as a group play a board game, it doesn't have to be something new that we've never played. It's We prefer to choose our characters in a random fashion. And it's often by a chant of random draw. <laughs> so some, sometimes, especially if someone has not played with us before and they're like, oh, I'd like to be this character. And then a random draw chant then comes. And they, no, no, no. They, you can't do that. Yeah, random draw. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Random draw. Mm-hmm. So that is where our, and we do it for everything. Oh, so yeah. that's where we came up with that. Mark actually named us if we're giving credit. <laughs> But, but we're not. But we're not. Because <laughs> <we're not. laughs> I'm, I'm the worst. Yeah. Also, worst. Um, especially if a rule book says something like, look through, like draw two uh, characters yeah. and pick the one that has the power you think will be the best. Right. I honestly just hate that. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. It's more, I'm more apt in a new game. I don't care who I get. Like, I've never played this yeah, game. Right. I'm going to screw up all the rules in the first game <laughs> and it doesn't matter. It really puts everybody on equal footing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, because if you don't know what the meta is for that character... Yeah, so that's why yeah. we got that. All right, well, thanks. That's this week. In- <laughs> <laughs> right, so, so that's how we came up with the name. Uh, so this week was a very interesting week for us because every once in a while we, we get a really good gaming weekend where we get to play a lot of different games. Mm-hmm. And it just so happened that um, this weekend was my birthday weekend, two weekends before my wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So we had one of our friends from out of town come in, and he was with us all weekend, and then we all got together to play a bunch of different games. So that's what we're going to talk to essentially, uh, talk about essentially this episode is just all the games we played this weekend. So brief reviews, um, what we liked, what Quick we didn't. Quick overviews. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like so, a smorgasbord of meeples. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Delicious. Delicious. And not filling. No, no, no. Because you always want more. A lot of fiber, though. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of bathroom jokes. Yeah. So let's start with a game that we all played today for the first time. Oh, Magic Maze. Magic Maze. So this game was nominated for the 2017 Spiel des Jahres. German for Game of the Year. Yeah. Nice. Good job. Nice. I Googled it. <laughs> Crack researcher Daniel Mann. Yep. I was just like, that has to mean something, right? And I looked it up, and sure enough, yeah. game of the year. So Magic Maze, the premise of this game is there is four heroes. There is a, a wizard, a warrior. A dwarf. A dwarf and like a ranger or elf, I think it is. Elf. Sure. It, yeah. It in no way has a bearing on the game. It yeah. doesn't, but this is what kind of annoyed me about it, especially since I've been playing more Dungeons and Dragons. So they give two classes and two races. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, so they did warrior, wizard, elf, dwarf. And that was a thing like, remember old Gauntlet? That was like yeah. a thing like, yeah. oh, you're the wizard and you're an elf. Like, <laughs> like all right, that's a race. But right. that's fine. So anyway, these four uh, individuals are a party. They are an adventuring party. And their weapons and gear has been magically stolen from them but from a wizard. Terrible so they, wizard. Terrible wizard. Right. So he comes up with. they come up with an idea as a group. Hey, we still have to go on these adventures, but how will we get this gear? And oh, the thing is, there's a lot of ways you could get gear back. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. And but I'm not sure I would have Car wash. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah you put money. on a car wash. Yeah. Car wash. Yeah. You could sell <laughs> wizard cookies. Yes, yeah, yeah, any sure. of these. Little, little elf cookies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Keebler elves? Trademarked. You can't, you can't sell elf cookies in this oh, realm. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 
Well, I guess we'll be hearing from our lawyer. Like yeah. Craft the Wizard, he will just come on over and sue you. <laughs> so, but they didn't choose any Craft of those. Craft Wizard mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> They didn't choose any of those ways. The ways they came up with was to go to the local shopping mall, which is entitled Magic Maze, and they are going to shoplift all of these items <laughs> yes. out which, of there. Hilarious premise. I have a couple problems on top of just the fact that there are other ways to get your your weapons back. Right. Namely, who builds a mall in that configuration? Yeah, the the <laughs> mall is like it's bananas. So it's a the game is played completely silent. Mm-hmm. And you have a timer that runs off, and you're trying to get each figure to their portion of the mall where they're going to steal their goods. But this mall, I don't even know how to say it. Like You're it, building it out. You're so building, it's a tile right. layer. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it starts with one singular tile, and then as you move forward, you are flipping more tiles. So it's it's random every time you play it. Some Sometimes there's dead ends. It like, yeah. doesn't make any sense. Or, and then specific <laughs> colored characters uh, have to uh, unlock the next tile. Right. And the problem with that is sometimes they'll unlock a tile and then stand there and be like, well, you can't do anything else here. You get to backtrack yeah, now go six away. tiles to go do something. Mm-hmm. So like the caveat with the game. So if we're playing four players, each person gets a direction that they can move the guy. So you can move all four characters, but like if I move them north, that's the only direction I can move them. Mm-hmm. So every, it's just frantic trying to figure out what these people want. And there's this huge red token that's called the do something token. <laughs> and essentially, you just spend the game slamming it down in front of other people trying to get them to, to like do to something. do something. To like, just please, do like, what they need to do. It's really do what you want them to do. And it's yeah. what you want is not always right. I find <laughs> like a lot of the time, like, oh, never mind. You can't yeah, even we, do that. We slam that token a bunch of days. Yeah, it's and crazy. Turns out we were totally wrong. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. wanted Dave to go through the door, which happened not to be a door. Yeah, there was a wall, <laughs> wall there. there. But I really wanted him to go through it. <laughs> I so, mean, me too, if we're being clear. But yeah, uh, the first the first playthrough of the game is is kind of just based like that. So you once everybody gets their items that they're shoplifting, then they all have to get out of the mall through the exit. But the problem is the alarm sounds. The alarm sounds, so you can't use portals anymore. And so that's like the oh, base. Yeah, we didn't explain the portals. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just another. Yeah, like, portals. you know, portals. It's a way to locomote. You can yeah. warp. It you is warp a around. way to locomote. <laughs> For sure. Mm-hmm. And then the game gradually gets harder. So in the in the second level, like every character has their own exit. So you have to find their own exit on top of finding their own weapons. Then after that, like every time you flip the timer, you pass your tile to the right. So if I was going north, now maybe I'm going west. Mm-hmm. So I <laughs> can barely so confusing. Yeah, I can barely keep track of right. what I'm doing normally. And now I have to think of something else, which is not my strong suit. One of the one of the things that really <laughs> struck me, yeah, true. Uh, or planning ahead, or planning, or planning ahead. <laughs> well, one of the things that struck me though was uh, here we are a group of adults attempting to play this game, and when you first pulled it out and explained the rules, I looked at it and thought, I mean, all uh, I got the tile, it was just move north, mm-hmm. like so I I can move everyone this direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, what an easy game. Like, I'm just going to sit here and move them north when they need to go north, and it won't be that difficult at all. I was wrong. The yeah. panic attack that you get <laughs> when yeah. all you can it's do crazy. is move yeah. north, and then you'll focus on something. You'll focus on one thing, and you'll be like, Mark, you need to do this. You need to do this. And I'm missing entirely that yeah. there's two things I should be doing because right. yep. you're not doing your thing, yep. and I'm angry that you're not doing your thing. <laughs> I know. I got some real dagger shot at it, me. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it, and you don't even realize. And the worst, the worst feeling for me is like someone's tapping in 
front of me and I'm just like, what's this idiot want? <laughs> like, I- I've played this perfectly. And then I look down and I'm just like, oh, oh, you want me to do the one thing I can do. Okay, that's fine. My and bad. And that's where those little us. hourglasses come in, too. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, so, yeah a huge, so, that's a huge help. So another thing on the map, if you uh, move one of the tokens on there, it essentially lets you flip the clock at whatever state the clock is in. So it just flips it over. And then as soon as the clock is flipped over, you have until you move the, the token again to discuss your strategy, <laughs> which is, when is like super helpful. It is helpful, but it also immediately begins with, how can you not see? Yeah, <laughs> dude, I want you to go right there. What are you doing? Use the portal, Use you dummy. Use the portal, you dummy. <laughs> Quit moving the character off yeah, it. Yeah, You guys rolled up a, like a newspaper and just yes, whacked so me with it. Mark on the nose. Wow, well, okay. he needed to learn. I needed to learn. But the game, it's it's a blast. And Candy, Candy made a funny point. So a lot of times, especially when we play at Dave's house, we use a... Um, website and it's called Melodice. Yeah, M-E-L-O-D-I-C dot org. So Melodice is a crowdsourced it's basically so you can you, go on, you can input say? the title of any board game that you're playing, mm-hmm. and then um, it will generate a list of YouTube videos. Right. That is in a what's mm-hmm. it called? Playlist. Like a playlist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It's a list where it <laughs> yeah. plays. What's plays that this again? List. Exactly. I can't uh, so you hit play on it, and they're all uh, songs that would go with whatever board game you're playing. Right. But it's not like the creators of Melodice made this. Like you can no, no. go on, you can submit what, videos. It's like right. crowd, like you and I and all of us or, or the listeners can go on and contribute to this mm-hmm. list they can they can if you're playing magic maze you can put a bunch of stuff from video games that have similar themes yeah there was like orcs uh orcs must die orcs must die was yeah. on there okay. there's a number yeah. of songs from there so when we were playing this game uh candy dave's wife made a made a solid point like one of the songs was really intense and it like i didn't realize it but i was playing like way more intense because <laughs> right. this song you were, was you playing in the background yeah. yeah this song was like pumping adrenaline through me <laughs> we're all silently furious at each other for not doing the one thing that i see they should do yeah but all around like i'm not yeah. doing the thing i should be it's either crazy. so everyone's just angry <laughs> yeah it's a really in really really f- it's a really fun game it's it from is, it dude is. games and yeah it was the well, nominated for the Spiel des Jahres uh, last year, but yeah, it's fantastic. I loved it. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Did we? Uh, did you guys ever play that game uh, Monaco? Mm. It was like yeah. a heist game on Xbox. Very reminiscent to this. If you like that sort of, I like. I mean, I like yeah. heist things. When you guys mentioned that <laughs> thing about the video game music, it's like, oh yeah, this is just like Monaco. The soundtrack would totally work for it. Well, now you can go on to melodice.com and you and I'll can just upload all the Monaco. Upload a whole Monaco soundtrack. <laughs> all the to Monaco. It. Yeah. You'll show them. Help yeah. help other people, Mark. Yeah. Do so it. what else, Dave, what <laughs> else did we play this week? Uh, I got to play Azul. Actually, just just your wife and I Speaking played. Speaking of Spiel des Jahres, this was the 2018 Spiel des Jahres winner. We should um, go Azul. through and play all of the Spiel des Jahres games. Well, there's only like three a year. They only nominate like three so a year. So we should go through. I was, I was <laughs> yeah, looking at like the a... other two for 2018. So it's like The Mind, mm-hmm. Azul, and a oh, Super boy. Euro game. If only I had the internet. Yeah. <laughs> so Dave, what did you think of Azul? Uh, that was a lot of fun. I saw you guys play it once, and so I, I definitely needed a solid oh, right. refresh on the rules. So you basically are uh, picking these tiles and then building a wall is what it's called. Um, so they're all different colored tiles, and every turn you you have to choose off of um, one of a uh, little looks like a coaster uh you have to choose all of the same color so you can't just i need one blue tile and take one blue tile if there's two blue tiles there you have to take both of them Mm -hmm. kind of a thing and the rest of them go in the middle of the table and then 
you can start taking tiles from the middle of the table, but the same rules apply. If there's five black tiles in there, you have to take all five at the same time. Right. If you overtake and can't place a tile, um, then it, it goes negative points. Yeah, it falls. Mm-hmm. The thematic thing is the tiles fall to the floor and break. Yeah. I learned the hard way that it is absolutely possible to get negative six points in a turn. <laughs> um, oh, I was, no. I was not good at this game. Turns out it's one of Amber's uh, favorite games. Yeah, she loves. it's her second favorite game because uh, we rank games like that, apparently. Cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we should do a top five of Amber's favorite games. We should. Well, I know that there's two on there. So. Yeah, it would definitely be... Uh, Mysterium is yeah, her number Mysterium, one. Yeah. And then uh, Azul would be Azul number two. Number she's two. good at Azul, too. She, yeah. uh, she's uh, never lost. Yeah, she's she's crazy good. I embarrassingly lose to her every time we play. I but, successfully helped her keep that streak. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I feel like <laughs> I'm take doing... take one for the team? <laughs> I feel like I'm doing so good against her. I'm like, oh, I'm really... I get it. And I don't think she has a strategy. She just ends up winning by a large margin. And well, the first game we played she taught me how to play it and so i didn't expect to do particularly well and uh i had like 20 points or whatever and she had like uh, 35 36 so i felt like i did pretty well like i didn't lose by that much then the second game i ended with 18 ish points she ended with like 50 something yeah she's beat me with over 70 before yeah the game i played with her i think i scored like 72 and i was like oh yeah i housed her and And then she had like 83 yeah i was like okay i just got killed i don't understand it well and when i first looked at it i thought it was a little euroy you're you're choosing specific tiles you're trying to fill in rows and columns and diagonals and so you could sort of like game it and figure out what to do but then as you go because other people are taking things it completely screws up any mm-hmm. plan you have. Um, it was a ton of fun. It, it was like playing a solo puzzle game where if you looked around at other people's mats, you could also screw them. Yeah. 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 It's but, not something that I can do because I can barely keep track of what I'm doing on that game. But Oh, agreed. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but it was a lot of fun. I, I highly recommend uh, Azul. Super easy to teach, too. Very like, easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real quick. So, I mean, it's not a very hard. So, so no, the rule book is super tiny. So real quick, Luxor was the other. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And if you want a brief description, uh, players move their adventurers through the temple with the goal of reaching the tomb in the middle of the game board. So <laughs> if that helps you, <laughs> good on you. Yeah. And it's easy. That it's super euro i don't know i've never played it all right it looks it had you know how some games just look like really euro <laughs> like that's what luxor looks like to okay. me it's like a person looking over their shoulder i liked it better when you were uh <laughs> so, when you were just speculating without evidence oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. you know yeah. like my life <laughs> got it uh we also played all of us mm-hmm. um what you amber candy uh mark uh and our and friend andy, andy uh myself we all played a case two of detective yeah yeah yeah, yeah. detective this so detective is a fantastic game it's wonderful yeah so it i, I like to say it makes you feel like a real detective but i don't have any basis for that because i'm <laughs> Cause none not of a real, real detective right. so <laughs> so the way I, I say it makes you feel like a television detective like everything yeah. i see on television mm-hmm. like that's what i think of this game mm-hmm. so you have to um investigate you you have to plan your time. You work eight to four during the day. <laughs> good and hours. You, good good hours. And if you go over that, you go into overtime. And that's you, stressful. And yeah, exactly. If you go into overtime, you get stress, which is negative points at the end of the case. Mm-hmm. Which was not, didn't matter to us because we had so many uh, we, negative points. Because <laughs> we, we felt yeah. miserable. Because we failed the case so miserably. So the first case we played at Gen Con, like right when we got mm-hmm. it. So we played at Gen Con and it was such a blast. And we knew the answers to all the questions at the end of the case, but we didn't file our evidence properly. We didn't right. log anything. We didn't log anything right. So we failed <laughs> if, that one. If it had been like an actual case, like our evidence would have been covered to like P 
pizza boxes. Oh yeah, it would have been just like coffee. Stains. Like we would have just spilled coffee all over all. Yeah, the they would have been like we would have been in court and like oh where's the evidence for it? And we just hold up and it's just like stained and like nasty. Like I don't know. Does There's this... like a, a bite mark in it. <laughs> does this count? Is this good? Well, and what's cool about the game? So it's you play as a group of detectives. It's a co-op, um, which mm-hmm. we love co-op. Mm-hmm. So that's that was awesome to us. And basically, you're going through. You have a stack of cards. You can go to different locations on a very small board as a group in a car uh, to go ahead and, and read those uh, <laughs> card cards folder. out loud. The problem being some of the cards you can dig deeper on. So you need to spend some resources to actually flip it over, read the rest of it. Right. Whether it be time or like authority tokens. And we just or... always want to dig deeper. Yeah. <laughs> like always no matter what deeper. it is. What's and on you, the back of this card? Yeah. And some, and a large portion of the time, it's nothing that's useful for you. Oh, so you've yeah. wasted a token on something that is totally useless. And, for you. and half the time costs you an hour of your day to do or right. more. Yeah. So there's all sorts of options. You can follow all these different paths. And in the second case, we followed all of the wrong paths. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, we had like one lead that we didn't investigate, and that was, yeah. the, was the lead that the entire case hinged on. Right. So at the yeah. end, so at the end of the case, detective does this really innovative thing, I think, and it has a dedicated website mm-hmm. built right for so this cool. game. Yeah. So you can go in and you could look up backgrounds on key characters in the game, and and you can log evidence, and it's got all this cool stuff to it. Check mm-hmm. out their dossier. Check out their dossier. Oh, like Wikipedia links to yeah, actual things to actual that happened, so cool. which is the coolest yeah. thing. Yeah. So a lot of the game revolves around some stuff that happened in World War II, and then they'll reference um, different operations, operations in Operation World War II. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. And then it'll link you essentially copy and paste into a web browser, and it takes you to the Wikipedia page for that exact thing that happened in actual World War II, which is isn't mm-hmm. it's insane. And then there'll yeah. be actual information in that Wikipedia page that will help you in mm-hmm. the case or will teach you something. It, it's such an innovative idea. I, I will say it is a lot to keep track of. Like it took yeah. us, what, five hours? To yeah, four hours was, for case like two? like a D&D session for us. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And 100%. You sort of each need jobs. Like I was basically the record keeper. Mm-hmm. So I kept track of what leads we had coming up, what leads we could do, what leads we already uh, followed up on, which ones we had researched the back of. Like mm-hmm. it was it's a lot of record keeping. Right. To and actually it, play this game. And it throws so many names at you that it's really easy to get confused on who's who. So we did we did something we didn't do for the first game. We got a, a cork board and Mark was making a uh, little flashcards, like, cards. like yeah, yeah, index cards, index and... cards with all the person's information. Then when we would put them up on the cork board so that we can have that reference for this is who this person is. So mm-hmm. It didn't help because we failed. So terribly, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. but, but it, in theory, it was a good, great idea. Also, it felt so detective like, like we had string it, yeah, and yeah, we, we could put string, string on tacks yeah. and move them around the board. Yeah, thematically, it was great. Oh, I mean, yeah. the killer just got away because like, <laughs> like, we didn't know my favorite thing ever is when they were reviewing the case at the end and that we started seeing names that we had never seen oh, before right. we yeah. like oh no so, so the way each case ends is you you have a certain amount of days to to finish the case and then at the end of that you go on their little app that they made mm-hmm. and you say like finish the case and then it asks you questions about the case like all right who was the killer and then it lists some names and like two of those names we didn't even know like uh-oh <laughs> like, that, yeah oh, that's not oh, good boy. yeah that's not good why is there a senator yeah, you know, like, yeah. oh no. So, um, but the game is so fun. It's so thematic, and even though we did like just so so poorly at it, like I can't wait to play again. Oh yeah, it's so, it's so such a blast. Yeah. Um, and one of the cool things about the game, and this is actually a, a, one of the things I hear as a downside, but I don't view it that way at all, is you can only play this game one time. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, there's a storyline, and once you learn the actual facts of the case, mm-hmm. you know the answers to the riddles. Right. So you yeah. can't play it again. And I think there's like six cases that come in the box. And there's an overarching story that goes across I was gonna mention all of that. the cases, yeah. which is like, it's so clever. And I, did, I wasn't sure how they were going to do it, but as soon as 
case two started, they brought up stuff from case one. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, okay. And we we unlocked stuff in case one. Yeah, that that's definitely a good point. Came, like it's it's got a really cool like legacy mm-hmm. like mechanic to it. It's, yeah, it's so pretty great. Cases are just essentially stacks of cards that you can't look at until you go to that location or pay that cost or whatever. But sometimes you'll unlock something, and like in case one, we unlock something that says, "All right," and they have these cool little plastic evidence bags. Mm-hmm. They're just like little Ziploc bags, but they say evidence on it, yeah, so which makes them cooler. Yeah, which makes 100%. me, which because I'm a child, I like that kind of thing. Oh, well, look at this. <laughs> oh, so this is what we're supposed yeah. to put evidence. Oh in. my gosh, I'm a detective. Oh, oh, yeah, all right. <laughs> so you put the it says like put this in case two, and you can use that card in case two. So you put it over, and then at some point in case two, you'll you'll use it, or you won't. Because we still had one card left over. Yeah, we have no idea. I don't know. That game's hard. We're yeah. solid media. It's, it's pretty interesting that people would get hung up on like how you can only play through it once. Because I mean, like the a lot Im- of legacy games are like that. Well, on on top of that, the amount of hours of gameplay we're getting out of this game, like the man hours of yeah. gameplay from this mm-hmm. game, we're already at probably fifty plus man hours. So on I this pay- game, I think I paid like fifty bucks for the game. And so let's say the first case was four to five hours, and the second case around the same, mm-hmm. and that's like 10 people's times worth of that much so that's what 50 hours of gameplay yeah, like, like you I said, said yeah and how hours. much are you willing to pay for an hour of fun like yeah we're at a dollar an hour yeah, right now for I, fun. yeah <laughs> i'm willing and that's two cases yeah, we have yeah. four cases left so i don't know i it's totally worth it for me yeah and i, I can't imagine they don't put out more more like stuff more case files yeah more stuff case like files or, it, it could be super easy because like look at time stories exactly yeah. yeah if they did it if they just sent you a box and like here's another case or here's another four cases that mm-hmm. have their own story like that'd be amazing i'd pay i'd give them money for <laughs> yeah, physically I'd, give them I'd money. Physically give that guy money. We I met think, that guy at Gen Con, right? Oh yeah, yeah. 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 He's cool. And I don't want to. His first name's Igni, but and his la, like his last name is not for me to pronounce. Yeah, like, <laughs> we don't we don't want to do. I just don't want to destroy but, it. Yeah, yeah he's like, a, he's a total genius. He's super nice. I met him both times. I've only we've only been in Gen Con twice, and I met him both times. He was like working the counter at his booth. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. like this famous designer. And then the first time I was an idiot. I didn't know. <laughs> he was like, oh, hey. It was like that time we were at Gen Con and I walked right by Tom Vassell. Yeah. Let's... And you're like, oh, that was Tom Vassell. And I was like, well, oh, like really? 700 feet tall. Yeah. Oh, and then I turned around so and tall. looked and I was like, oh, yeah, that guy's very tall. That must be Tom Vassell. <laughs> uh, so, Dan, you got to play a cool game this week with yeah. Andre. Um, I watched most of it, actually. Uh, game of Thrones, Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah. So this is a miniatures game from Simon, and it is a blast. So it, it's a lot of fun. And it, it helps if you're familiar with the either the show or the books. Mm-hmm. This game is based off the books, but it, I mean... Yeah, I noticed the art definitely didn't come from the, the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's based off the books, but, I mean, the characters are essentially the same. The main characters are, are going to be the same. That's not true at all. Peter Dinklage looked nothing like Peter Dinklage. <laughs> <laughs> he, did, he did not. The, yeah, the character in, in the on the game didn't look anything like Peter. <laughs> it's very disappointing. So this is a miniatures game, like I said, but it uses the trays. So mm-hmm. trays and miniatures and you can add leaders to the trays and it it's a blast. This this kind of miniatures game is more of like a like screw your buddy because you could play a card that like add two to the dice roll or whatever and then they could play a card that cancels that. Then you could play a card that cancels that. So it's like there's a lot of that in the it's game. It's Munchkins meets a miniatures game almost. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, for sure. So you're just trying to for me it's so thematic because if you watch Game of Thrones like that is essentially what everyone's doing. They're just screwing <laughs> right, over right. the other houses like throughout. The base box I, I did it. I got it from Kickstarter. So the, the core set came with the Lannisters and the Starks. So you get a, a ton of characters you know. So the, the main characters, Jamie Lannister, Jon Snow, like, uh, oh, you don't get Jon Snow. I don't know why I said that. Uh, <laughs> I, I loved that the mountain, yeah, the Jon mountain uh, little mini was as tall as a dude on a horse. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. The, it's the mountain. And if you 
if you did on Kickstarter, you also get the mountain who rides. It's like the mountain on a horse. And it's just like <laughs> it's even bigger. Ridiculous. It's just so ridiculous. It's a huge big. horse. And yeah. but yeah, I was kind of conflicted on this game because we played two miniatures games that we'll we'll talk about this weekend. So or this weekend we'll talk about it on the show. So we played two and they're they're pretty different. So but this one I wasn't sure about at first and the and maybe it's because the way we played it the first time we just played like a death match. Mm-hmm. This game's totally not set up for a death match play. You need to play with scenarios and objectives. Gotcha. And that's where the game shines. Like, if you're trying to hold objectives, like, certain characters are better at holding them than other things. If you just all rush in and kill each other, like, oh, I don't get this game. But little little bland. Well, cause, yeah, absolutely. Okay. There are units that are straight defensive. Like, every single bonus they have is on the defensive. So if you're playing a deathmatch, that's not going to be very helpful. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. So I was the Lannisters both times, and they have a set of pikemen. Did you pay your debts? I always do. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I always Perfect. do. Perfect. So uh, the Lannisters have a set of pikemen that are essentially you're trying to get the other other guy to charge you. That's mm-hmm. like a mechanic in the game. They charge forward. Well, if you have pikemen, you get an advantage on the charge. I just couldn't lure Andre into doing it ever. Because <laughs> yeah. so he wasn't I, dumb enough to randomly charge I, pikemen. I know, but I don't. I wanted him to so, so bad, and he yeah. just wouldn't do it. And How which, dare he? I know. So, um, yeah, so the first time we played the death match, I won, and then Andre beat me soundly when we played scenarios. But there's like there's a cool mechanic. So after a, after a group takes damage, then you roll some dice to see if they panic and flee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and I thought that was really cool. But one of the terrain pieces is essentially a pile of dead bodies. <laughs> and oh. so, that makes th- sense for a thing. You know, so you got your corpse pile all <laughs> set up here, yeah. looking mighty fine oh. in the summer air. What the. Defi- <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, well, I do declare. I do declare. It is a bit fragrant <laughs> for my taste. I but. got the vapors. <laughs> so Andre, so he set his guys up right on it, but he was Eddard Stark. So one of his benefits is he doesn't take any. I don't even know what to call it. Like morale damage. Yeah. Like okay. So I can't add any more to his fleeing. Gotcha. And he's and even standing on these bodies, you're supposed to take more dice to flee. Mm-hmm. But he he canceled that. So he had this like two point victory point. He just stood on the whole time on these corpses. Every time I went by, my army just like fl- no, Ran I don't away. Go. Yeah, what yeah. is that? Dead bodies? No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. And fleeing in this game is equivalent to dying. Like, yeah, to, to just, losing characters. It takes your it takes your HP. So they're just like run. Oh, they get near. I was like, I got to take this victory point from him. I walk over there, and my guys just flee the other way. <laughs> Which <laughs> like, makes I, sense. It does yeah. make sense. But he just happened to have the perfect combo for that situation, and mm-hmm. it was it was random. Like that's that's how it came up so was it saying. was just happened to be the highest priority target yeah yeah, and he, yeah right okay. on the pile of corpses because naturally that's what <laughs> well that's, that's where what the you most wanna, valuable ground is that's where you want to hold that like, there's where you want to plant the crops next year <laughs> yeah, these guys died for something <laughs> you better check it out yeah so yeah this game's cool and it it is um expandable of course like it's a miniatures game so you can buy more so they actually just announced the next two factions for it and mm-hmm. i was thinking uh, House Tully or, or whatever. Grey Joys. Joys. No, it's not. No. So uh. the the one that's coming out next is... Uh, oh, good. Now I can't oh, remember. Uh, Black Guard on the Wall. What are oh. they called? Oh, yeah. Oh, um, my God. The Night's Watch. The Night's Watch. The Night's Watch. Good Lord. <laughs> you, you infected me with your brain. <laughs> I know. So, I was like, yeah, it's like duh. I, it's like I, I haven't know. seen the show and I'm now re-watching the show. Mm-hmm. No, that doesn't exist. So, the Night's Watch? Night's Watch is next. And then the one coming after that is the Wildlings. Oh, okay. So, Makes sense. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Dave's never seen the show or read the book, so he doesn't know anything about anything. But it seems bloody to me. Yeah, he seems like everyone dies. <laughs> Incest and, and murder is the essential do, part. Do yeah. do they have spaceships? Oh, they have dragons. Do the dragons go in space? They, they take, take up space. Take up space. Is there a bald captain on a ship and/or space station? Then I don't care. There oh. could be a bald captain on a ship. I'm there's, down with this. There's now. bald guys on the show. Well, now I'm. There's a bald guy called the Onion Knight. <laughs> 
Are he's you balding? He's game? not completely bald. He's not. Yeah, he's not completely bald. Yeah, he's missing fingers. And yeah, everything. they cut his fingers off. Oh, so he's missing hair and fingers. <laughs> what an unfortunate soul. Hey, man, Westeros is tough. Yeah, it's a tough <laughs> joint. It's hard out there. <laughs> hard out there it's for hard. a smuggler. Yeah, it's tough. It's not a rough life. Yeah. Onion night. Uh, we also all played uh, heavy hitters. That game was a lot of fun. Uh, this so is the second time I got to play. Yeah, me too. So jealous I wasn't there for that. Yeah. GKR Heavy Hitters. I don't know what GKR stands for. Neither do I. It, I don't know if it's the company. I mean, if only group, group <laughs> if, killing robots. If only could could be. <laughs> sure. That's, so that's it is guess. now. Yeah. So this game is a quote unquote game show in the future. So that's what it is. Oh, that's that, the that's that the is premise? the premise. It is a game show. So you are trying. You are giant robots. Smash TV. This is sort of so. <laughs> if Smash TV was played with giant robots outside tearing down buildings, I love that's it. What uh, this would they be. don't tear down the buildings. They, they tag, tag them. the buildings. Yeah. So huh. with graffiti, they're delinquent robots. <laughs> they're delinquents. Kidding. They're delinquent. Oh man, we got to get them in a group home. <laughs> they're delinquent street robots oh. out there just tagging and shooting. The point of this game is to either kill everyone or tag four buildings. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's the this world's equivalent of Papa Bats. Yeah, you hmm. tag a building. All right. A sponsor gives you money mm-hmm. or, for tagging uh, the building. Yeah. Hey, this good is job. not what I thought this game was about at all. <laughs> it's pretty whimsical. Like, yeah, that's crazy. And the, the cards you get are a lot really funny too. Like yeah. when you win sponsor cards, they're basically little one-time shot powers cards. Some of them are screw your friends. Some of them are protect you. They do many different things. They're basically just one-shot cards mm-hmm. is the idea. So your sponsor sponsors you and you can buy an upgrade with it. Use it one time, goes back in the deck. You go through the deck a couple of times in a game. Yeah. Huh. So it's your giant robot. You work for a corporation. Mm-hmm. And, then can sp- <laughs> and then you can... And then you could spawn three other little robots. One's like a little UAV. One's a, a little drone. A little drone, and one is a like repair bot. Yeah. Okay. So you could spawn those, and then they get killed, and you spawn them again, and whatever. So you're you're essentially trying to kill everyone and tag buildings until they fall down, <laughs> which I don't I don't understand. My paint is very heavy. Yeah, that's, I don't really understand that part that's of an extreme marketing strategy. Yeah. By yeah. the way, it kind of reminds me like Idiocracy, like the movie Idiocracy. Yep. Yep. Like that is their like this is their game show. Like the kick the guy in the nuts and then <laughs> this Ow, <my> <laughs> yeah and then yeah. this and then giant robots tagging buildings till they fall down mm-hmm. so but i mean it's an awesome game so you have um a deck of cards that is your hp and also your weapons mm-hmm. so you get those out and it is all about weapon speed so there's no like my turn mark's turn dave's turn it's all about how fast your weapons go so if your weapon is 850 and Mark's is 950, he's going to go before me, and then I go, and then Mark may have something that goes again. Fastest gun in the West. Fastest gun in the future with robots and spray paint. Slowest giant missile in the future, though. Yeah. Just those missiles. Or- so missiles slow. and orbital blasts. Oh, yeah. Orbital that's blast. a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like from uh, like an orbital platform in space? I yeah, assume so. Maybe. Man, I mean, sure. just really go into the theory of how things work. <laughs> Wait, this is Believe a game about spray painting buildings, Mark. I, 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 really I, I, I got to play this game. No, it seems insane. Spray painting buildings until they fall down. So in the game we played, so you basically have a mech um, that is moving around and then spawning its robots out from it. You're trying to shoot each other. You're trying to tag buildings. The, if you can tag four buildings until they fall down, mm-hmm. uh, which is four tags on a building, okay, then you win. That's period. It. At the end of the round, you win. Um, or if you kill everyone else, you win. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because yeah. then you can tag. No, 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 no. I'm no, sorry. No, that's one. not true. So the end of the round when the first person dies. Whoever has the most HP wins. And what's cool about it is your oh, HP. Interesting. Your HP is your deck mm-hmm. uh, of your weapons and and your different stuff you can do. And so it gives you the feeling of your mech is taking damage. Right. Your mech and is systems like systems are going down. Yep. And 
you're oh, less powerful now. Options, yeah. So it, it really does a good job with all of your abilities being your hit points, giving that feeling of I'm really messed up, man. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> like dragging <laughs> a leg, well. like right. guns shooting <laughs> flames out. Like, I don't know. I only got sucks. two guns that still work. Yeah. And, you know, I guess I could call in this last orbital strike I have and hope for the best, but I'm going to go last. And right. uh, it does such a good job of, of giving that feeling. And the way our game worked out was hilarious. Yeah. Because at the end of the round, of course, when one person dies, you count up hit points. So we're all like watching hit points of everyone else. Like we're getting close. This will probably be last round. And then suddenly when the first person died, everyone died. It ended up being last <laughs> it was, it was crazy. Round. Yeah, it was crazy. And I am notoriously bad at this game. And I don't know why. Like, I feel like I, I should be either. better. Yeah. So I plan things out and then other things happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like my second or third, Dave had been taking a lot of damage. And oh, I don't know man. why. Just like randomly, like people like, I'll shoot Dave. And yeah, then he's so, out in the open. Yeah. So he, no, made, not but even he wasn't. Like orbital striking. Yeah. I'll just, you I don't know. I'll shoot that. Dave. So, makes sense. so he was, comes from space. <laughs> it does make sense. he was down like 15 hit points. So I don't know what, 25. Yeah, I don't know what my plan was at this point, uh-huh. but I moved into the middle, like <laughs> in the middle of everyone. With no cover. With no cover. And I, I, I'm sure I had a plan, but I right. don't know exactly what it was. So, of course, everybody shot me. And like, so my hit points like went down in the dirt and then I went hid behind some buildings. And then at that point, Chris and Andre both looked at each other. We're like, well, I don't want to kill Dave and I yeah. don't want to kill Dan because we're super close in hit points. So mm-hmm. if I kill either of them then the game is over and there's a decent chance that you'll win kind of a thing gotcha. so then chris and andre started, <laughs> started fighting just, each, yeah. other each other and ignoring dan and yeah. i entirely yeah so dave and i are just taking pot shots where we can at yeah, the other I, two right but then it came down to this last round and i i thought chris was going to win because he had already like tagged down two buildings mm-hmm. he like tagged them into the ground <laughs> with this very <laughs> with, yeah with that's the only way to tag a building I just, by the I, way I wish I knew what the reasoning for that was but like <laughs> it's fantastic so, yeah so he did that and he had moved up to another building I was like oh no that's terrible so I ended up killing him that round and I was very proud of myself because I was not going to finish last anymore mm-hmm. and then Dave killed Andre and then Orbital striked me at the very, very end <laughs> to kill me because I had, like, two cards left. So the Orbital Strike, like, killed I was like, I, don't, I can't defend that, <laughs> yeah. so I guess I die. It comes the, from space. And yeah. the funny thing was, I think I ended with, like, three or four hit points. Like, yeah. It was right down to the wire. Yeah, it was Man, like, that's crazy. And I just got game. lucky. It, I mean, same with me. Oh, I, yeah. I had already made so many tactical, like, errors in that <laughs> so game. So many blunders. Yeah, I was just like, I I mean, in what game were you, would you be like, oh, if I stand in the middle, I'm sure I'll be fine. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I walked right out there, and they blasted me away, and I... It did not in fine. And it was like, it's the type of thing that like, if you do something stupid, like you're going to get punished. And I got punished so much that they like deactivated my weapons and I mm-hmm. literally couldn't do anything at round. I just like stood there and watched everyone else play the game. <laughs> it's like, I did this to myself. I learned a valuable lesson. Yeah. Right it's now. like, oh, all right, I'll just stay behind this building. And the models are really nice too, right? Models are awesome. So yeah. they're, they're huge. They're huge. And they come pre-painted, which is mm-hmm. nice. Uh, oh, it's like for the, awesome. it's like for the small the little, things. You and can, they're just the color the of your robot yeah, buddies. Color, yeah, yeah. Robo friends. But, but what's cool about them is they're also all unique. Yeah, each one looks really, mm-hmm. really. Yes, yeah, I, I sat in on like a demo at Gen Con because I was like, "Oh man, robots! Yeah. Giant fighting <laughs> robots! Sign me up!" I'm yeah, always the biggest watch that. problem, and I really want to, because the guy that owns it, Chris, is is moving away eventually. So I really am looking to buy it, but it's so expensive. Oh, so the core set right now on Amazon is like one hundred and fifteen dollars, just okay. the core core box. And then if you want to get like the 
expansion that came in the Kickstarter, that's mm-hmm. another $90. And then All like right. each expansion robots like $70. So it's just like, <laughs> it's such an investment. Yeah. But I mean, eventually I'm going to have to bite the bullet and, and just get it if I want to play it, which I do. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm like just the worst at it, I it's really fun. enjoy playing it. Yeah, yeah I really I mean, enjoy playing it. It doesn't matter if you're terrible at it as long as you're having fun. Yeah, right? and I'm, I've never been the type of person like I have to win to play, to, no. to have fun. And, right. And which is good. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I make a lot of errors where it just for all of us. <laughs> drags yeah. me down. What else, Dave? What did we play? Uh, we played Five Minute Dungeon. Five Minute Dungeon. Five minutes to describe Ooh. this game. Go. <laughs> Five minutes. So this game is a, um, you are a group of explorers and you are going into a dungeon to kill a beast or something. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this game probably has some sort of story that I'm not familiar with. <laughs> and so every character has a deck and they, you're essentially... In your deck, you have cards that are like a sword or a shield or a scroll or an or, arrow or an arrow, arrow or yeah. a guy running or something. Yeah, there's some some feet. Yeah, running. <laughs> yeah, I assume that would be movement. That movement, would yeah. movement. So you will flip a card off the enemy deck, and it will have two arrows and a sword or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you will. Everybody is trying to come up as a whole to get those cards to defeat that monster and then move on. Well, the catch is you have five minutes to beat this whole dungeon. Right. So it is a frantic game. So a lot of times the enemies have like 40 cards in the deck. And so you're like, everybody's just throwing cards down on the table trying to beat this and not run out of cards or run out of time. And it's like this really frantic, mm-hmm. frantic game. And it's a co-op, which once again, we love co-ops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yep. Which makes it a ton of fun, but it absolutely a terrifying, like stress inducing yeah, yeah. in the most fun way. Like it's a blast, right? Yeah, you you just want to kill these monsters, so and, but you're like sweating because you're like <laughs> yeah. throwing down cards, and right? you can only play it standing at the table. Like we've never oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And there's a lot of shouting, like yeah. yeah and it's... each character has its own special ability that you forget about halfway through, and then <laughs> yeah. like remember, oh yeah, I can do this. So, um, but it is it is a lot of fun, and they, now they're making different versions. There's like a Marvel five minute dungeon, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the only thing is like this: the skins are different, like it, the cards are different, and the game yeah. basically ratchets up in difficulty. By, by uh, the different monsters just have more cards you have to defeat but the yeah. timer mm-hmm. never goes past yeah, five, five minutes yeah, you're always gonna have five minutes so Such like a, level one monsters like 30 cards or something and then by the time you're at the top level dude it's like 50 cards it's crazy ridiculous. yeah i feel like we rinsed through the first like oh yeah without a problem three or f- yeah like then three and yeah then, then when yeah. you get up there towards the end you're just like i don't know <laughs> oh, i don't know boy. how to do this yeah. you have to like play it perfect and this game is definitely a lot of fun one of my only criticisms and it's such a terrible criticism i freely admit is that the uh the art style like the actual little monster cards that you're flipping over they're really funny oh the yeah. art is so cool and you don't see any of that while playing the game because you're frantically just trying to defeat them. The one that always comes to my mind is the Jacto Lanterns. <laughs> and it's just like Jacto Lanterns on top of these like ripped bodybuilders, yeah. like flexing. Just carved yeah. from marble. Yeah, yeah. they're just like, yeah, I was yeah. just like, I don't know, this card's funny to me. There was but... like one that's like, what, like 40 goblins and one sword? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 that's what it is. It's, it's very it, funny and you have the... zero time to appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, because all you're looking at is those stupid little symbols, but. The game is a blast, and it, it it's super cheap. You can get it anywhere. You can get it at like Target now mm-hmm. for like twenty bucks. And I think it plays up to five, six people. Five or six people, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we it, played it with a max player count. I will absolutely say it does get easier with more players sure. because you can run out of your deck of cards, and if you run out, you just lose. Like you're just there's yeah. nothing, yeah, no yeah. way to get back cards once you have spent them. So you can't just frantically throw cards. You need to make sure that you're using the cards that are necessary and no more. Right, right, absolutely. Um, so by having more players, you simply have a whole nother deck of cards. And yeah. I 
yeah. will say it doesn't balance well because of that. Because you, having more players just is helpful. There's yeah. like harder cards that have skulls on them. I'm sure they have some title, but like mm-hmm. you add two mini of those. Bosses. For, They're mini bosses. Mini bosses. You oh, have two yeah. of those for each player. So if another player comes in, you like throw two more of those on. But those two don't equal a whole deck. <laughs> no, not even close yeah, to it. So. The only thing that uh, adding another person throws a wrinkle in is it's just one more person to try to keep track of what they're doing. It's just another right. person yelling about swords and shields. <laughs> like, right? Yeah. It's so much fun because you were just, ah, oh, two shields, two shields, two, two shields. It's, two really, shields. it's really just a group of people like yelling things at each other that yeah. like if you walked by outside, you're just like, oh no, that house is full of insane people. Like, <laughs> no, we can't go there. Yeah, I'm just going to keep on walking. Yeah, I know. I'm afraid of that house. They turn the volume up in their earbuds just a little bit <laughs> yeah. more. Mm, no. no, thank you. Good job. We defeated that game in four minutes, 12 seconds. Nailed oh, nice. it. Uh, on a cult, <laughs> cult Express. Oh, that, cult oh, Express. So programming so games in general yep. are something I am not very good at. And then this is a programming game where everyone else nonstop screws with whatever you did, yeah. which mm-hmm. makes it a ton of fun as long as you're not the kind of person that gets upset when your plan falls apart. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And this game, so I've had this game for a while and oh, it yeah. was like, we it was still took, it, we took yeah, We took it out of the shrink when we went to play it and Andre knew how to play it. So it was, that's always helpful. Cause I just, yeah, I, I had played it once with Andre before. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of learning rules. Like I will, if I have to, which <laughs> I have to, because Andre doesn't live around us. <laughs> learning rules is Andre work. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but this, <laughs> <laughs> it's like hitting rats with sticks is mine. <laughs> so this game is just, it's about robbing a train. So mm-hmm. you're trying mm-hmm. to get your guy to rob as much as they possibly can. So, but you're shooting each other and you're punching each other. <laughs> but the the cool part is like, what I like the most is like the bridge stuff. So when you go mm. or under a tunnel, it's dark. Mm, so you right. play your cards face down. So you don't know what people are playing. And that's where like everything comes in like, oh crap. Like, yeah, I so didn't think that through. Here's where the chaos happens. Yeah. So yeah. basically you have a, a deck of cards. Uh, you draw a couple of them. You hand, uh, I want to say six cards. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you basically start playing these cards face up in one stack. All of you play face up in one stack. And then at the end of you playing uh, so many rounds, you flip the stack over and then the game is basically programmed. So now you flip the cards upright Mm -hmm. and you do whatever it is that you played so it'll be like uh move uh move cars so you can move forward or backward it's a train those are the only two options Um, you can move up and down onto the roof or uh, down onto the bottom of the train the problem being you'll try to program it so you'll be like okay i'm gonna play a move card so i can get to that train car then i'm gonna play a down a ladder card so i can go downstairs and then i'm gonna play a loot card so i can pick up one of the treasures in that car and then as soon as it starts, you play your move card and you move one, and then the next person played a punch card and they punch you right back to the train right, you right. were standing so, yeah, on. No, now everything you've planned is one car off. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So your entire whatever your turn was is like, well, now I'm going to go down to this car. Yeah. Oh, and the, the marshal. The marshal yeah. marshal there. <laughs> the marshal's there. He's going to shoot me and then move me back to the roof. Yeah. Good. Now I loot on the roof where there's nothing to pick up. Yeah. yeah. It's it is a chaotic game, and it. I mean, it's a blast. I really oh, yeah. enjoyed playing it, and um, that's why it's so popular. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. It was the it's really uh, 2015 Spiel des Jahres winner. Spiel des Jahres. Yes. Spiel des Jahres. We're just playing all the German winners. I, I know. know it's crazy. I didn't. I didn't know we liked <laughs> games that win German awards so much. But yeah, it's. We're I'm, basically German now. It's <laughs> essentially. Auf Wiedersehen. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I'm pretty yeah, much out of That German. game is 
mad cheap. You can get on Amazon for like 20 bucks, and it has two expansions for like 12 bucks a piece. Yeah. Which, crazy, crazy fun, too. You should buy it. Dan. Yeah. You had the wonderful opportunity of playing uh, yet another miniatures game, Legion. You yeah. and Andre played that. We've actually all played Legion We've with all played you Legion. before. Yeah. Right. Star Wars Legion, right? Star Wars mm-hmm. Legion from Fantasy Flight Games. So this is... So if you are familiar with Fantasy Flight's uh, miniatures games like X-Wing, X-Wing or- this is sort of similar with the exception of um, you don't really have a dial that helps you move like everybody moves the same way. Mm-hmm. So it is a like uh, a dial with a kink in the middle so you can move 90 degrees if a, you want something it's, like that. It looks like a ruler with a hinge in with the center. With a hinge, yeah. So I played the the Dirty Rebels. <laughs> you scum. <laughs> Filthy Rebels Yeah, scum. I played the Dirty Rebels uh, every time I played, and Andre was the Empire. The and, glorious Empire. Yep, they did nothing wrong. So, yeah, they, they were attempting to unify <laughs> the peaceful <laughs> universe. So um, the first game we played was kind of just a learning game. I don't actually remember who won that game. It was kind of just like, this is how the rules work. This is, <laughs> so then mm-hmm. that was like not any list and then we're like oh let's play 800 point game which is like their recommended game mm-hmm. and i just happen to have enough to play 800 points so in that game i did not fare well do you feel like you bought poorly or uh when it comes to buying your units with your 800 points or do you feel like um you planned and executed poorly a, a little of both for sure so okay. so my biggest issue was i didn't have anything to, he had the he fielded the atst and mm. i didn't Ouch. have anything to deal with it so I had the airspeeder, mm-hmm. which I let get destroyed relatively early in the game <laughs> uh, in a series of stupid moves. And then, um, and that was really like the one thing that I could damage the ATST with. So the way the game works, it, it's of course like dice rolling. So this is what I was talking about with Game of Thrones, the, that role playing, I mean, that um, miniatures game is kind of like screw your buddy with mm-hmm. like cards. Mm-hmm. Well, Star Wars isn't like that at all. It's like a much more tactical game. Gotcha. It's more Warhammer. It's more, much more Warhammer. Yeah. So um, it's like Warhammer light. Okay. So I'm not rolling 7,000 dice. I don't have a million rules to learn. Like <laughs> I, I, all my rules are right on my cards. So um, if a character or whatever ship has armor, you have to get crits, which is just like a different type of rule. It's like getting a six essentially. Okay. So the only way to hit a thing with armor is to get these crits. And I didn't, I was not getting those. <laughs> and his, so his ATST moved once and then could like reach everything on the field. So he was just like blasting away at all my guys. And it was, I just didn't have an answer for it. But there's like these ion troopers you can bring with the rebels mm-hmm. and they ionize essentially. If they hit it, it takes away an action. So if you hit them twice with the ion, like it doesn't activate next round, right? Oh, which awesome. would have been like a huge benefit for me because he was just like wiping out troops with yeah. this ATST. <laughs> it's like I don't know what to do right now. So I, I, yeah, it was a total tactical mess with me and that ATST. But I mean, looking back, if I could do it again, I would bring more stuff that hit armor. But I mean, it, the game is a blast. It's Star Wars. It's another like IP I know, so it's mm-hmm. it's better. Like I really like Warhammer, and I'd love to get in Warhammer. I just don't yeah, know we've any about of that in the past. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, and there's I, like two things: it's like knowledge and cost. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's so expensive, and I just don't know. Like, where do you even start? What's the story? Like, what you what paint everything red, and then it goes faster. That's 100. percent That is what I know about it. Yeah, that's why I only buy red vehicles and <laughs> yeah. go as fast as possible. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So Star Wars, it's not cheap by any means, but um, it's something I know a lot more. Like mm-hmm. I understand. Star Wars. I I get it. Yeah. yeah. I read uh, on the internet one time okay. that Warhammer 
uh, Games Workshop. Yeah. The fine folks over there. They're having an issue with people downloading schematics on the internet. I've, I've heard this. And then 3D printing them. Yeah. Like to cut out the cost of the actual models. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're having a real, real issue. There's like a big obstacle in the industry. And of course, those aren't like term- tournament standard. But like if you're just playing casually with friends, with I guess friends, there's you... absolutely nothing stopping yeah, you. Yeah. If from, you want to like... field a whole army of space marines and right. you don't want to pay a thousand dollars, like I would much rather buy raw material and 3D print it. That's terrible. How do I get a 3D printer so I can complain? Yeah. <laughs> I think <laughs> I'll need to check this on my 3D printer. Actually, did you know a lot of libraries in the US now have 3D printers? Yeah, uh, our local libraries local. have them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you just all you have to do is uh, supply the um, raw materials and mm-hmm. you can print whatever you want. Print they a even... gun, I think. You can just do that. <laughs> just, print, just, print, just print a gun. Yeah. Um, they they also have uh, <laughs> Could com- you imagine? Oh, wait, like, I don't, if you're, like, I don't mild, condone that. You shouldn't actually do librarian and like you're just it's like Friday afternoon <laughs> and some weirdo in like a hoodie comes up and is like I need this as soon as possible he's please. just holding up a blue AK at the end of the day <laughs> what is that whoa yeah so yeah the, I, is I it actually illegal if it's blue I mean I think if, it means it's safe if it's blue right what if it's <laughs> orange because you have to put an orange tip on it to prove it's a yeah, fake like, if yeah. it's like an airsoft gun yeah. or something yeah uh, I don't know I think it's illegal if it works <laughs> <laughs> that seems fair to me I think it's only I think uh, yeah. it's only illegal if it's red because the rate of fire would actually go up yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. It's shoots faster. Faster. <laughs> shoots faster shoots faster because I believe it shoots uh, yeah, faster it's, it's all psychology that's my favorite thing about orcs I yeah. love it man I just believe it goes faster so but that's like that's like the one thing I know about yeah that's I'm tapped out now yeah and I like I get space marines and all that and I I, 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 blood for the blood god yeah well that's that's chaos chaos. space marines corn (laughs) I I, I read a lot of Warhammer back in the day and it's a blast Uh, I love I think it's an awesome game and like it's super sound because Mm -hmm. it's gone through a million versions and people play it a ton of tournaments so yeah and i'd love to play it but i don't want to yes. i also want to pay mortgage so yeah <laughs> there's that right there's two things i want to do <laughs> priorities Daniel. and i can only do one of them so guess i'll be homeless soon <laughs> <laughs> you'll have that sweet tyranny army though oh you've always God. wanted <laughs> the best you're army. gonna have that deep strike in gene stealers am i right what, <laughs> what? oh man oh yeah uh in bad news slash good news uh, okay. depending on your point of view uh netflix is canceling pretty much the marvel universe just half of just, it so far yeah just a smidge of just it. the two i don't care about I actually liked Luke Cage. I liked the first. I didn't see the second season of Luke Cage. Yeah, uh, I did not. Either. Maybe we're part of the problem. <laughs> yeah. Oops, sorry. You know what? That's fair. <laughs> sorry, yeah. everybody. I really enjoyed like season one. I just did not touch season two. Uh, yeah, I I enjoyed season one also. Uh, season one of Iron Fist though is a whole nother story. I did oh, not yeah. enjoy that no. at all. No, and I actually got through it, but it, I felt like I got through it on principle. Like, yeah. It's a superhero movie. I like superhero shows. Mm-hmm. I should like this. The problem is, like, that guy wasn't good. And, Correct. And the fight scenes, like, were he's supposed terrible. to be, right, he's supposed to be yeah. some kung fu master, and he's, just, like, the fight scenes are the worst <laughs> choreographed things I've ever seen. So I don't know why yeah. they didn't just get the guys from Daredevil. Right, which have amazing fight scenes. Go over to Iron Fist. Like, and I don't even like Daredevil. Like, Daredevil is fine. Daredevil's not my favorite character. Like, his superpower is that he can see, essentially. Like, I he's too no longer can see. Yeah, he's no longer blind so good for you i guess but but like, he can see real good and like yeah. past walls and stuff but with sound with sound right like a bat he's yeah. batman <laughs> <laughs> which brings up an interesting point uh-huh. we've had this discussion he should be called batman he should be his or, name should be batman but or i would i would also accept echolocation man <laughs> it's a little bit more of a mouthful yeah, my name's uh, dolphin dave <laughs> 
But well, you know what? More accurate. Like, why is he Daredevil? That's... Well, he would start as Batman. Then he would receive a letter from a lawyer. Yeah, and, then, oh, right. and then his like, name would oh, be Echolocation Oh, they man. call me the porpoise now. <laughs> yeah. And oh. the thing is, if there's one dude who could absolutely sue you for copyright infringement, Batman. It's that Batman. dude's got all the money. 100%. Yeah. I'm yeah. Batman. Like, well, I mine is actual bat skills. So <laughs> how weird would that be getting a cease and desist letter from <laughs> Batman? <laughs> I'm, I'm Batman. Stop that. <laughs> yeah, but Dud has Batman. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> has Batman traded? Trademarked his own superhero name and likeness. I would assume no. So I just listened to this series of books, and it's basically about it's called superpowers and it's about these the training of superheroes but they go to like superhero college <laughs> well, obviously. It, the game the book was great superhero you uh, yeah oh, there's that kurt russell movie sky high oh, there was like it was like i was reading high sky high and i didn't realize it <laughs> so but so in kurt russell in this yeah. book in your senior year before you graduate and become a full-fledged licensed superhero <laughs> you had to see if your superhero name was trademarked or not <laughs> Like oh, throughout wow. history, <laughs> that's so, awesome. I mean, there's that, but Batman so that doesn't didn't. have anything to do with Batman. But, <laughs> no, but <laughs> but there's that. So in some universes, yes, but yeah, in other universes, see, like Daredevil powers. is a lawyer. I mean, he, could he? He could have gone. Oh, he's not a very. I mean, he's just like he doesn't work for a firm. He's yeah. just his own little. He's, he's, he's like a lone gun. He's a renegade as a human and as a lawyer. Him and uh, what's the dude's <laughs> name? <laughs> nice implication that lawyers aren't humans, by the way. <laughs> yep, I'm glad someone picked up on that. <laughs> What's uh? What was what's his co-lawyer's name? Foggy. Yeah, oh, Fozzie. Yeah, Fozzie. Fozzie. Fozzie Bear. Fozzie Bear. Walk a walk. it's not super far off. Yeah. Uh, that's why I didn't like the first season of Daredevil because of that guy. I what did you think of season two? I didn't see season two because oh, I didn't okay. finish season yeah. one. I made it through Can't season make one. Me keep watching. <laughs> And I was like, oh, I got to see how they're going to treat the Punisher. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I was really, I like that guy, John Barenthal. Sure. Uh, I, and I did like the Punisher. I thought that was actually yeah, I didn't good. watch that. No, I, I, watched, I, watched like three epi- <laughs> I watched like three episodes of it. That's and I was a, like, this is dumb. That's I how I'm not going to watch this. I was like, I have PTSD as well. <laughs> <laughs> this is not how I'm acting. Fair enough. Yeah. Thanks for not punishing us, dude. Yeah. <laughs> really appreciate you'll, it. You'll see me going around punishing people. <laughs> well, I haven't done anything wrong, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> The second Not I, true. The second, <laughs> the second I see someone do something wrong, I will be punishing. Them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't care that they um, cancel that stuff. And I also think, I mean, it's all going away anyway, right? Because uh, uh, Disney's, Disney's got that. Yeah, yeah. Disney's well, starting up their own thing, and they've already announced that they're pu- going to be pulling all the movies off of Netflix and all that. I, unfortunately, Disney started up its own streaming service. My fear is that in the very near future, we're just going to go back to cable TV, but it'll be streaming services. I just instead. have to pay for a bunch of different yeah. streaming services. Yeah. It's I'm already be no sort of paying for a bunch of different streaming services, and then some company is going to bundle them for you. And right, you'll, right. You'll pay one fee right, for the twelve. You get that Disney Channel, you get Hulu Plus. Mm -hmm. You won't get Netflix, though. That's a different provider. That's a different provider. Yeah, totally different provider. It's not a la carte like you want. (laughs) Yeah. And Uh, that, that to me, is just as frustrating. Like, I don't want that They also canceled Orange is the New Black. I'm fine. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. I watched a fair portion of that show. I watched up till when I thought it was ridiculous, which was not, I mean, two seasons in or something like that. Okay. Like, and I was like, oh, this isn't how women's prison in, because I have, (laughs) I know so much about women's prison. And that's one of the interesting things to me about watching certain shows is I go, sure, this could be true yeah i can't relate to this <laughs> no because they won't no let me idea. go there yeah that well uh, yeah i've checked <laughs> i checked if i commit a crime but i want to go to a women's prison instead is this an option <laughs> no the answer it. unfortunately yeah. it's just like that Solid scene from atlanta <laughs> you watch that show Dave? i have not oh atlanta's atlanta's amazing it's got um where's it set is it la and yeah Canada. Canada. that's weird it's actually wisconsin oh that makes sense yeah. to me. it's got that donald glover in it yeah he's... or as you might know him lando calrissian <laughs> 
Yeah, that's the one, Dave. Yeah. I was actually thinking of Community, but sure. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, he was in that. I like Community. That was a long time ago for him. Really long time ago. Yeah, yeah he's done a couple things since then. Yeah, <laughs> Grammys. Yeah, a couple things. I guess. <laughs> Grammys, I, Emmys. That I like kind of the stuff. Community. I didn't see it when it first came out. I just watched it for the first time a couple years ago. Oh, I actually was the same. I, I didn't know it existed. So Community actually did a Dungeons and Dragons episode, yeah, yeah, which was, was one mm-hmm. of the closest I've seen on TV to people actually playing Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, for sure, it was good. Was well, uh, Dan Harmon right? He's mm-hmm. got that whole. Uh, Harmon Quest. Quest, yeah. yeah, that makes total sense that he'd get it right. Yeah. Fancy boy, ton yeah. of fun. What a lad! I enjoyed that. Are we? Do we do it? <laughs> we do oh, is it. We do it. Episode two. Yeah, we did it. We did episode know. two. Uh, thank you everybody for listening. Check us out at uh, Instagram Random Draw Podcast. Check us out on Twitter at Random Draw Pod at Random Draw Pod at Random Draw Pod <laughs> and uh, Don't that sign. That's important. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, you'll be looking forever. Yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Send us some emails at uh, randomjobpodcast at gmail.com. I promise we'll answer them. I just literally said at work and stare at that email address all day long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with a lot of crying, though. Oh, my gosh. So much crying. <laughs> so I wasn't going to mention that. But I mean, like, your eyes are really puffy. we got to get you some visine guy. <laughs> Cry a, a little guy. Well, I'm not punishing, so I'm just <laughs> <That's> <laughs> punishing just... myself. <laughs> your eyes are puffy and red, and we're not even Canadian. <laughs> and we're at that we're at the infancy podcast stage part where if you, like, subscribe and review us. Oh, my gosh. So yeah. useful. Though. You should also subscribe and review it. <laughs> Dang it! We're so we're such we're such a new podcast. We I want to be big to tell people about that. Yeah, I want to yeah. be better at promoting the show, but I always forget to. How do you do that? I feel like once you get forty episodes in and you just say it. Oh yeah, like, but you don't know what you're saying. You're yeah, saying. yeah, we should so. probably write like an ending list for the show. You know, to appropriate. Oh, stuff end to it. do. Yeah, yeah. As, as opposed to just the weird endings we ramble on about now. You mean this one? Yeah, like this one right now. Precisely. I think I, this is perfect. I like. I'm I like, not editing. I like letting them see like behind the curtain. Yeah. I don't know what you I don't know what you mean. The this, point is you too could have your own podcast. It's <laughs> it is it is free. It's yeah. I mean any they'll idiot let anybody can, do it. Any idiot could put this up anywhere. Yeah. So I, I like to think that we are an inspiration. Oh my gosh. And that people listen and then go, Oh yeah, I could do that. Yeah, that's, so yeah. so here's the thing. I was gonna promote, oh, you can listen to us on these things, but they're already listening. To get that information, they would have to be <laughs> already listening to the show. Oh, that's oh, hysterical. That's a, that's a good point. That's, yeah. Yeah, so solid. I mean, whatever yeah, you, you done, on iTunes, you done, Stitcher, you done found wherever, us already. You get your podcast. That's like someone saying, "Hey, do you not have internet? Check out this website. I know. <laughs> Look it up for I you." I wasn't even thinking. I was like, "Oh, I better promote that." I'm like, "Oh wait, they already found it." <laughs> hey, we're, you know what? We're getting there. Yeah. It's episode two, man. This is the episode we work it all out. <laughs> hey, what are you gonna do? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Game over, man. Game.